Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I will start off with a question for you from the Daywalker. Not, not Walker, but Daywalker. In the Ozark Mountains, when he says, from our Asher Record Service Company live feed. Feedback, Trey, what was the most surprising news, the most encouraging news from Coach Sam Pittman's press conference? Surprising. Um, I guess maybe Dominic Johnson could possibly miss the Cincinnati game, um, and maybe even more than that. It sounds like he's just going to be pretty limited during spring football. So, um, you know, Sam updated us on a lot of the injury news, and we know he's coming off of a knee injury from January along with Cade Renfro. Renfro won't be there uh, in the, the 110 maximum that they're allowed to have for fall camp, but uh, it sounds like Dominic will be touring Carter. I believe he'll be there even though – He's expected to miss games this season, you know, maybe maybe on in, in, into even October. Uh, both of the knee injuries with Renfro and Dominique happened um, in December and January, and then uh, Torian's was uh, obviously later, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to take him longer to recover. Um, so I would say those are probably the main things. Dominic, John, or excuse me, uh, Takias Crawford also, we, you know, we were projecting him uh, to start off at left tackle as camp opens, but um, – they're just a little concerned with Dalton Wagner's back uh, and how healthy he might be and is he going to be able to get through an entire game and stuff. So they want Takiest over there competing at the right tackle spot, uh, I guess, with Dalton Wagner. Uh, they're also going to work him at right guard, even though later he, you know, Pittman said that Bo Lemmer you know, might have had the best offseason. He's just a physical freak and stuff. Uh, but it sounds like they're going to have Takiest battling with both of those guys over on the right side versus uh, working them uh, over at left tackle. So I would say that's probably um, the most surprising thing. He, it, what was the second part he asked, most uh, concerning thing or, or most disappointed? What, what did he ask? Encouraging news. The most encouraging news. Hmm. Most encouraging news. You know, he seems to feel good about, personnel at both wide receiver and defensive line uh, I think at the same time there's you know some caution because you don't know how it's going to shake out but they feel like they've got the people um, that it's going to it's going to work out uh, in a positive way for them so I would say that's probably among the most encouraging things uh, that we heard from from coach Pittman today uh, a gentleman by the name of Trey Biddy ask a question that was so interesting i, I really um i like to throw confused. a screwball question in there every once in a while um he really didn't yeah. know how to answer it no he didn't yeah if you, if you were given a beer <laughs> the question was he kind of i think he kind of misunderstood what i was asking but i was just saying you know and it just kind of stems because i've done 
radio shows recently and, you know, Louisiana and Ohio and everywhere, and everybody's kind of adopting Arkansas as their team, talks about how much they love Sam Pittman, and you hear it from other SEC fans, how much they like Sam Pittman and stuff, and, you know, they did the poll on which coach would you most likely would you rather have a beer with, and Sam Pittman wins that. And I was just asking, how do you how do you get people to hate you more? Because we know that if you start beating people and winning games that you shouldn't, people start disliking you more. So that was kind of just the angle of, of question. But, of course, he answered in a way that probably make more people like him. <laughs> that was an interesting question. I really didn't quite understand it myself. So I just thought, you know, go ahead and ask um, – the gentleman who asked the question. So, you got to throw uh, a screwball question in there every once in a while. Got to yeah, keep them okay. on their toes. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He's on his toes now. Um, I thought the other – I'm not sure, they Walker, what category this falls under, whether this is surprising news or encouraging news. But he was very adamant on the fact that Rocket Sanders mm-hmm. is not only going to start the game against Cincinnati – uh, but if he stays fresh, he may play and, and take the majority of the sna- uh, all the snaps, or at least the majority of the snaps. I thought yeah. that was kind of uh, interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, when you consider the situation with Dominic Johnson, I think it's probably a pretty easy statement to make. I mean, the next guy would be uh, A.J. Green. I think we all, you know, think of Dominic and Rocket as one-two, um, you know, one way or the other. Most people probably say Rocket. Uh, and then A.J. Green probably be, you know, firmly third uh, at running back there. So, um, yeah, I don't think that's an outlandish statement. It's going to come down to health, you know, throughout this season. I'm a big Dominic Johnson fan. People know that. I just think that uh, he's got a lot of ability, and I think people have been underrating him. In fact, Danny West texted me last night uh, just saying, man, I was looking back to see what Dominic Johnson was rated, and we had him in 82 overall, which is a, a low-end three-star recruit. <laughs> and he goes, not our best work on that one. And I was just like, I mean, people are still underestimating Dominic Johnson. People are still getting it wrong on him. Um, you know, coaches got it wrong. Missouri was, was the only other big offer size, Arkansas, uh, a bunch of other small schools. Missouri wanted to move him to linebacker against Arkansas. And last year, fall camp, they moved him to tight end for a little while. So, I mean, for some reason, uh, people aren't seeing, you know, what I think is a really, really good running back, really talented. Hopefully he gets back fully healthy from that knee injury and returns to form. And if he does that, uh, then I think they're going to have a really, really strong punch between him and Rocket Sanders. And you're going to need both of them. I mean, there will be games, if you get them both healthy, where, um, you know, one guy gets a hot hand versus, you know, the other guy. I'm not a big fan of just a steady rotation of backs and everybody gets the equal number of carries. I like somebody to get a hot hand and you kind of ride that guy. That's that's how I would prefer uh, to see them used. But that can be different in every game. They could end up with a very similar amount of carries. Um, but it ultimately just comes down to health, I think, for those two guys. Matt Landers. I didn't realize he had speed to the point that, uh, I don't know, uh, he has that ability to stretch Mm -hmm. the field with his speed. I guess I had thought of him as a possession receiver. Yeah, well, because he's 6'5", uh, he's, <laughs> he's got a lot of tools. I think the, the knock that I heard from people uh, in Georgia about him is 
it sounds like maybe there's some similarities with Warren Thompson in some ways in terms of, yeah, great athlete and stuff, but sometimes, um, you know, didn't make the easy catch. Now, that can change over a career. Guys, you remember Keon Hatcher, what a great receiver he was for Arkansas. He was a really good player, uh, but he – was not a very good receiver his freshman year. He played as a true freshman, but I can't count how many times that guy dropped the ball or, you know, fumbled and stuff. And he became as sure-handed as anybody Arkansas has had catching the ball. Um, so hopefully that will happen for Matt Landers. He'll become more consistent for that matter. Hopefully it, help, it happens for Warren Thompson. We all remember the UAPB game. You know, he just had those three easy drops. Um, but when the ball's in the air and it's going to be a tough catch, that athleticism kicks in and things slow down and, um, they make big plays. Matt Landers certainly did that for Toledo last year. I think he had 500 receiving yards and averaged like 20-something yards a catch. So it's going to be an interesting competition. You know, Pittman named off six wide receivers uh, that, uh, you know, probably his top six mentioned Landers in that, Jaden Wilson, Bryce Stevens, uh, Jaden Hazel, and Keetron Jackson, Warren Thompson. Uh, but there were some other guys like Isaiah Satanga, you know, Satagna. Uh, with um whoa 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 uh, whoa satania satagna satagna i'm not sure no. if the end there's is a solid, g in there it, there's a g yeah satagna satagna come on randy okay. work with us <laughs> okay no I, I, I it's a tough one okay you get okay. a pass <laughs> I'm, I'm writing that down because i need to s-a-t yeah. yeah, and Samuel Bakke. So, you might need to write that down because it starts with an M, but it's Bakke. You know, Matt no. Lander, Samuel Bakke, Quincy McAdoo, of course, is a freshman who's, you know, um, got a lot of talent too. So um, it'll be interesting to see how those guys, um, you know, work in if they're able to, you know, crack that lineup and, or that rotation. We know that, you know, they'll probably play six, travel seven wide receivers, something like that, um, on the 70-man travel roster. But – uh, really, you know, they they stick to their guns pretty much just, and just play in, you know, really four or five, kind of how they did it last year anyway, for the most part. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm reaching for some papers here. So um, if I make extra noises, I, think, I don't mean to. But <laughs> uh, let's talk with um, Razorback Bob. Robert, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Trey. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Yeah, what's me, up, buddy? Before I go to Trey, hey, before I go to Trey, um, I wanted to. Uh, Randy, in the first hour, you was talking about Hall of Fame callers, talking about Four City Joe. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you can find it, if you can find it, and I know, I know it's going to be hard to find, but I was thinking Jimmy Lee was having a little bit of health problems. I want to know if you have an update with him. I do not but have an update, can, and, and if you're telling me he has you, health issues, I was not aware of that. Can you find out, or can you find the the, the tape when Ray, uh, Ray, <laughs> Ray and him was going back and forth? I think Jimmy had some tickets oh, for the yeah. Razorback game, and he didn't he didn't want to sell them. And, and then he offered, oh yeah, that was a, that was the funniest thing. But uh, but anyway, Trey, Mr. Trey Biddy. Um, I know you're a busy man, and if you wasn't listening the first hour, uh, you may not know this, but we we discovered the first hour uh, via Trey Sapp's friend that he plays golf with that uh, Alabama is in a rebuilding state. 
And uh, Mr. Trey Schaff, I wanted to know if um, maybe we could start some kind of GoFundMe, you know, account or something for Alabama. I mean, I just felt really depressed after talking with him, you know, yeah, and I mean, finding out that he, he um, Tide if, fan if, Steve was in the dumps. If Alabama we, yeah, was in a rebuilding could, state could last a, year. Can we get can we, can we get <laughs> Nick Saban a sympathy card and Razorback fans sign it for him and can you buddy get it to him? You know, I just you know I just felt really sorry. We can for find him. that address for their athletic complex. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Trey. Uh, Trey Betty, the only thing I'm a positive person, the only thing I can think of, I hate the news about Johnson's knee, but the only thing positive that can even come out of that is, is you know, maybe we can get some other running backs some good quality minutes that may pay dividends a little bit later on whenever, you know, we're really going to need a good stable of running backs. So um, yep. get, your, get, get your opinion on that. And, Randy, it's been a long yes, time since you since you have um, – put this out there but is the address still 2400 cottondale lane to that is it well i've been listening to your i've been listening to your commercials on double b's and i'm 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 kind of ciphering the kind of sweet things that you like i know you like honey buns but i'm thinking maybe uh sending you a box of twinkies because i i'm thinking something other sweet because i believe we're going to go to the sugar bowl this year and uh, ten wins wouldn't surprise me if we get eleven. And and Trey Chef, I want to know what do you think, Mr. Saban is going? What kind of natural disaster is he going to contribute it to or compare it to if Arkansas beats Alabama <laughs> this year? I'll Go think on that one. Enjoying the show. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Biddy, you're first. What did he ask me? <laughs> Dominic Johnson. Dominic Johnson knee. and his knee. And the yeah, fact so, that, that with him sitting out, it'll give opportunities to others. Absolutely. You know, you'll get more reps for some of the other guys and Rashad DeBinion and, of course, A.J. Green. All those guys will get a little more action. So um, that'll be good for them. And, you know, I think there's also a component of, you know, you get you get banged up and, you know, they, they – they try to rest you before the first game and, you know, get you get you good and healthy after after a rugged fall camp. Um, but, you know, say Dominic misses a game or two or um, maybe even three. Uh, hopefully it won't come to that. But um, you do have the sense that when he does come in, he'll probably be the freshest guy on the field. Uh, I can always remember, like, going back to my childhood, I guess, or late childhood, Cecil the diesel for LSU uh, hmm. when – I believe it was Kevin Falk got hurt. He was their star Alexander. back. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. um, uh, Cecil came in and uh, was just super fresh and just ran all over everybody. Uh, and I always thought about, hey, that's kind of a good strategy. You can kind of keep a back tucked away halfway through the season and then unleash him midway through the season after your other backs are all kind of banged up and stuff. But um, now anyway, but uh, I, I do think that there may be a component to that where they – Maybe have a fresh Dominic Johnson if they are able to to wait, and hopefully some of these young backs really step up. And James Joyner too; he's another one to watch. They didn't have the transfer portal back then. Alexander would not have waited that long to play. Randy, I, I Alexander, was... uh-huh. Cecil, Cecil the Diesel. Was his last name Alexander? I think it was. When Alexander, I don't remember what his last? I don't remember what his. I last remember name was. Sean I Alexander. It was, it was Sean Alexander. That's Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Cecil the Diesel, 
That's all I remember of Cecil the Diesel. I mean, it's been since like the late 90s or something, hasn't it? Okay. I'll say it this way then. If Cecil was in the time Cecil of Collins. The, Cecil Collins. Cecil Collins. That's, that's okay. it. Yep. If that had the uh, transfer portal uh, and immediate eligibility, he wouldn't have waited around for that break to come. He would have transferred before then. Possibly. But they have no – I mean, these kids have no patience anymore. I mean, if they're not playing, I'm out They're of gone. Here. They're gone. Yeah. So. I will say this. We never had patience. We never had patience when we were kids. Kids haven't changed. It's just the rules. Yeah, I start saying. take advantage of the rules. Didn't have that option. They're playing by the rules, so might as well do it. I'll say this. Most of our parents also, if we threaten to quit, uh uh-uh. You're going to see it to the end of the season. Now, if you want to quit at the end of the season, that's different. But you're not going to quit while the season's ongoing. Right. Well, that even included the, the fall camp. Yeah, hoping the new transfer rule. Oh yeah, I mean I remember fall camp when you know back then two days in high school, just like you know players would just drop like flies and fall mm-hmm. camp, be all like all excited for football season to get here, and then you know every day come out to practice and there's a new guy missing. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, well hopefully with the new transfer window stuff that's coming, that will. Uh, you know, the portal windows, uh, that'll put an end to the uh, uh, quitting the team in the middle of the season. So you haven't heard the current news then? Is that it, was is tabled. It adopted? No, that, that oh, was tabled. tabled. It's well, being sent terrible. back for further review. Further review? Yeah. That's a good rule. Further review. Of course. Of course they would table something like that and, you know, move the three-point line three inches or something. Yeah, so of course matters. they would. I'll, I'll say this. If Arkansas beats Alabama, the headline should say, Saban wept. <laughs> Saban wept. <laughs> All right, let's talk to Chris real quick. Chris, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Trey. I do. Good to join you guys. Um, Thank you. I've been just got in the vehicle, so if you've touched on any of this, I apologize. Trey, I had a, a quick comment, and I wanted to ask you about two players. Uh, my yep. comment is how – much different the year makes uh, going into the season last year we're wondering if, if kj's going to be the man and and he reported a little bit heavy if we remember yep. uh as it turns out been a little bit heavy was made it able for him to push the pile in a lot of instances so uh it's, it's just kind of crazy how how much different the year makes mm-hmm. uh the two players i wanted to ask you i'm i don't know why but i just am a trey knox fan i wanted to see kind of what he projects for this year and maybe even uh, past that if he has a really good year. And then lightheartedly, the second player I want to ask you about is uh, since it's his 10th his year in the program, I wonder if we're going to find some way to use T.J. Hammonds this year on offense. Good to talk <laughs> to you guys. I thought he was going to talk T- about, the, uh, about Dorian, uh, Dorian yeah. Gerald. Yeah, T.J. is no longer with the program. Yeah. He's, uh, he's finally cycled out, yep. Yeah, no more T.J. Hammonds. Um, he should have an, an advanced degree by now. I love T.J. He always thought he was a good, funny kid. Um, he didn't play a whole, whole lot, but found a role uh, that last year as a gunner. Randy Rainwater's favorite position. Favorite position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. He asked about – he's talking about – Train uh, K.J. Yeah, he was talking about K.J. too. I, I, I do find that interesting because we were talking about – Everybody was talking. I wasn't because I was there at practice. I could see that KJ wasn't fat, but everybody's was like, "He's so fat. He doesn't care. This is his opportunity." 
um, you know. So, but I could see at practice that K.J. Jefferson wasn't uh, – I mean, if he was out of shape, it was barely <laughs> out of shape. So um, I think the last roster I saw, he was listed at 242 still. I'll take it. Uh, but uh, Trey Knox, uh, I'd, it seemed like I heard or saw recently he's up to 250 or pushing right oh, at about wow. 250. I didn't know he was that big. Well, that's what I had heard. I don't know if I saw an official weight on it, Randy. So it could, you know, it might not be right up. I would, I would, I would be surprised if he's under 240 at this point. This is that was, you know, the goal was 250, 245 or so, and you know, he's six five. He could, he can carry that weight. I think. Um, really had a breakout about mid-season last year. In fact, had his first touchdown. I think since his freshman year. It's interesting how his career started with a bang and just, you know, after about four games of his freshman year, it just tailed off so dramatically. Uh, and then last year finally found a role at tight end. And hopefully he is, is a big weapon for him. You know, we talk about all these guys that could potentially replace Traylon Burks. And, you know, having a good, reliable tight end would, would take you a long way. So they need him to have a good year. And, and same for, for Hudson also. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.